Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. This is episode 42 of the Student Ministry Podcast, and I'm your host, Steve Cullum. Today we have a little bit different of an episode. I know last episode and episode 41 was a little different as well. We just talked about uh, the Orange Conference 2019, but this time it's a little different as well. Uh, if you remember a while back, I had an episode where I just talked about my ministry, and, and it was soon after a move that I made from New Hampshire to Colorado, and we talked about what the ministry looked like and everything. And I, th- I thought it'd be time to uh, kind of update you guys on what kind of changes and adjustments we're going to be making this fall to our ministry and especially our, our programming structure. But before we get into that today, I do want to thank our sponsor for the Student Ministry Podcast, and that is WorkCamp NE. Their website is W-O-R-K-C-A-M-P-N-E.com, and this ministry is all about creating some service-based mission trip opportunities for your students. Maybe your students are excited about connecting with other churches. That's what they love doing. They bring youth groups together, and they go out and serve the community in Jesus' name, and they come back and have this great camp experience on top of that. So it's not just your traditional mission trip experience. They also have a camp feel to it as well with amazing growth opportunities, but maybe those things don't work out for your group and you would love to have a private experience. WorkCamp Any also does that. So here's the deal. Make sure you go check out their website, talk to them, and they'll find the best situation for your group. Just check out their website at W-O-R-K-C-A-M-P-N-E.com and be sure to tell them that the Student Ministry Podcast sent you. And if you are new to the Student Ministry Podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this with others. And if you like what you hear, be sure to leave a positive comment on that podcast app of choice. We would be so grateful if you did that. All right, like I said several episodes ago, I had a time where I just kind of sat down with with you and me, just you, me and the listeners, right? And uh, and we talked about this this ministry transition for me, uh, moving from New Hampshire to Colorado. We talked about what the ministry looked like in Colorado, and uh, and here we are. I think about a year later, maybe a year and a half later, and we're talking about some shifts and adjustments in the programming structure today. And uh, before we do that today, I just want to take a moment to just kind of set up things of uh, what. The they, what they currently look like or what they looked like uh, at the end of the school year because we already made some some small shifts this summer. Uh, but just to kind of get a, a big picture of, of what things looked like uh, when I stepped into the ministry, some small adjustments that I made uh, early on, and then we'll jump into what kind of things are going to look like this fall. So when I arrived, we had high school and middle school together on Sunday morning, and they basically had two worship experience opportunities uh, that they involved a large group worship time, but also a little bit of small group, and it really wasn't a whole lot of small group time, uh, but both the 9.30 and the 11 o'clock services. 9.30 was definitely the most attended, and 11 o'clock was barely attended, and so it was essentially just a small group experience at 11 o'clock for the few students that didn't come, and when they found out most of their friends uh, came to the 9:30. Most of the students ended up coming to 9:30 in the end, and that was mostly middle school students that were attending. Very few high school students were attending because they really didn't enjoy being with the middle school students. So early on, uh, me and the rest of the staff we decided that we needed to separate middle school and high school, and so we created a middle school uh, experience on Sunday morning during the 9:30 hour, since that's when most of the students were coming. 
and then we moved high school to Sunday evening at six o'clock until eight o'clock. And uh, and both of these experiences had a a large group and a small group component. And uh, it was for an hour a month for middle school on Sunday morning and two hours for high school on Sunday evening. And and what we found out is that uh, you know all these things are great, the ministry is growing and everything, but it wasn't sufficient, especially middle school on Sunday morning. And that's that's pretty much what we're running: middle school on Sunday morning, high school on Sunday evenings, and uh, and both with large group and small group. So we realized that we needed to focus on some different things moving forward, and we narrowed it down to three different areas. Uh, the first area is small groups. Now we've been talking a lot about small groups over the last several years, and we, we talked about how we value small groups, but then we looked at our programming and we wondered if we were just giving it lip service. I mean, especially in middle school. So here's the deal, guys. Like We were, we were saying we valued small groups, but then we would really give them about 10 to 15 minutes at the end of of the uh, middle school ex- program on Sunday morning, and we were expecting them to to have a whole discipleship experience uh, for ten to fifteen minutes a week, and and we started realizing like that's that's not happening, and and luckily God was like <laughs> blowing up our middle school program, uh, but we realized it really wasn't focused on the right things, and if we really believed uh, that middle school uh, small groups were were the important thing moving forward, then we really actually needed to put our money where our mouth. Is, if you will. And you know, I was thinking back to what Tom, Tom Chef Shunas or our coach chef said at uh, the Orange Conference 2019 about how we need to, if we really value small groups, then we really, really need to value small groups. And uh, and so that's what we're going to be doing forward, moving forward is really valuing small groups. The second big thing that we're going to be focusing on is creating a pathway uh, for discipleship or pathway for students getting connected, if you will. And so, uh, you know, before we, we really didn't have any sort of pathway. Uh, students would come on, uh, you know, either Sunday night or Sunday morning uh, for their respective program. And no matter where they were in their relationship with Jesus, we'd put them all in the same program and basically expect the same thing from all of them. And, and we had a lot of students that were excited about small group and they're growing and everything, but but also we had students that were showing up and they're brand new and we were throwing them into a small group experience and, and hoping that they would, you know, get get connected and everything and they weren't ready for that sort of thing yet. We really were just like hoping that everything worked out with one program a week and 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 things were going well, but we knew that things could be better if we created a, a, a pathway. And so uh, moving forward, we're really going to focus on creating uh, that that pathway. And the third thing we really want to focus on is connecting to the church as a whole, the larger church, and not just the student ministry. If you're familiar with the Fuller Youth Institute, they have a lot of research surrounding uh, helping kids uh, stay connected in their, their church, but also connected in their faith long term. It goes back to like sticky faith and growing young. And, and a lot of what the research is saying is that the number one thing that keeps uh, students connected to the church long, for the long haul really is intergenerational worship. And right alongside of that is service. And, and so we really want to push that moving forward. And we realized that a lot of what we were doing, especially for, for middle school, um, is that they were having a worship experience with the, re- the rest of the middle schoolers and they were loving it, but then they wouldn't go to church because they already had their worship experience. And so they weren't getting connected with the, the larger church. And then we also saw that with our high school students as well. Even on Sunday night, they wouldn't come to church on Sunday morning 
or we do have a Thursday night service. And uh, neither they wouldn't go to neither of those services because they'd already had their, their high school worship experience. And so we wanted to change that. I no longer want to compete with our main worship services because those students need to be connected with the whole church. And so uh, that's going to be moving forward. We're going to be really focusing on uh, connecting students to the whole church. And so that includes both our worship services, but also serving in, in the entire church. So small group focus, uh, creating a pathway and connecting to the larger church was like our three main focuses uh, of, of what our changes are going to be moving forward. And, and and as I connected with a lot of other parents and I connected with the students and explained what we're doing and everything, um, that's really where I started with, was starting with the why. Simon Sinek has this uh, book called Start With Why, and that's really where we went with our conversations. We explained that these are the, this is the why behind what we're doing. We really, really, really want to focus on small groups. We really, really, really want to create a pathway, and we really, really, really want to connect students to the larger church. And that's why these proposed changes, that's why we're going to be making these adjustments in our programming moving forward. So here's the big changes that we're going to be making this fall for our programming. All right, so small groups. So here's what we're noticing. A lot of our students are more excited about their small group than the large group experience, which honestly is not surprising to me because that's where life really happens. That's where you're you're really able to just transform your spiritual walk is in that small group experience. And so we're going to be putting a lot more focus on our small groups moving forward. In fact, we're going to be moving small groups to Sunday morning. So middle school small groups will remain at the 930 hour at our at our church. And then high school small groups will now move to the 11 o'clock hour. Now we're going to be able to give our junior and senior groups the opportunity if they want to move off site at a different time, different location, so they kind of prepare for the uh, their adult small group experience, that be that's that's going to be okay with us. But uh, moving the middle school at 9:30 and high school at 11 o'clock. Now, some of you may be wondering, okay, Steve, that seems like it still competes uh, with the worship services. And in a way, I, I get you, I, I understand. But here's here's our way of thinking around this. Number one. Sunday morning is still a little more of a convenient time for a lot of students to come, especially with their parents. And a lot of our students that are really well connected with our church or want to grow in their discipleship and want to be in a small group will come on Sunday morning. And that's not a hindrance to them at all. And actually, it might get them connected to the worship service because we have multiple options for worship services. So I'm hoping that students would come at 9.30, like the middle school students will go at 9.30 with their small group and then go to the 11 o'clock worship service, um, maybe with their family or maybe even as a small group, and they'll go in there and sit together. So hopefully uh, by having on Sunday morning and pushing that a little more, we'll actually go to both. And then the same thing for high school, maybe they'll go to worship service with their family or maybe as a small group, and then they'll be able to sit down with their small group at the 11 o'clock hour. And uh, we're really hoping that that is, is a really a big focus moving forward. So for middle school, they're going to get the entire hour to sit down with their their group uh, and talk about you know what was like the last week um, and then they'll be able to dive into all the the lesson and stuff for that day and the small group leaders are actually going to be doing a little more teaching uh, in order to help that along and we're going to try different things we're going to maybe uh, provide some videos for them sometimes and we're going to be able to provide them uh, teaching scripts sometimes we're going to be able to do a little more worksheets and stuff like that sometimes to kind of try out and see what works best for their small group 
And then they're going to be able to dive into discussions. So everything will take place in the small group instead of trying to do large group and then small group. Because honestly, I mean, we're all we're all youth workers, right? And many of us have given talks. And we know that even on our best days, those students probably remember like 5 to 10% of what we've said. Um, but they remember a lot more of what happens in their small group. So moving forward, middle school and high school small groups would take place uh, primarily on Sunday morning and then be able to push into the uh, the worship services as well. And maybe some of those students will also begin to serve on Sunday morning at the other hour as well. And this also allows us to, uh, to have older high school students still serve as co-leaders for our middle school students. Uh, one of the things we were looking at is possibly being able to have those groups at the same time, but that would take away the opportunity for those older high school students to serve in middle school, and we really didn't want to take that away from them. So uh, that's kind of why we landed on on those Sunday morning time uh, for now. And also, uh, we're going to be um, creating this new outreach-focused uh, program on Sunday evening, and we're really, really excited about that. So in our community, Sunday evening is pretty much the primary time to reach new students. We would love to have a midweek opportunity, but in, in our culture, it really, it's it's hard to find a time midweek where a lot of students are going to be able to come and, and have fun and experience Jesus because they've got so many other things going on throughout the week. So Sunday evening is pretty much the only time that seems to work for a lot of students in, in, in our culture. And so we decided instead of uh, dedicating that to a, a churchy youth group uh, program, we're going to actually start a an outreach-focused program on Sunday evenings. So and we're going to do it once a month for each group. So high school is going to be on Sunday uh, evenings, the first Sunday of the month. And then middle school is going to be on the third Sunday of the month. And we're going to run that for an hour and a half on Sunday evening. Uh, actually, the doors are open a half an hour earlier than that. So actually, the full thing will be closer to two hours. But it's not going to be a traditional worship service for students. Uh, we're going to have some music and we're going to have a time to talk uh, about a message and, and stuff like that. But we're going to keep it short. We're going to keep it fun. We're going to use the gym. We're going to use uh, utilize the rest of the church and have some awesome opportunities just to, to show kids that, that church can be fun. And so that's really the, the goal for those evenings is to create an experience where our current students can bring their friends and new students can come in and experience church maybe for the first time or maybe for the first time in a long time and realize that the church is actually cool. And, and that this whole Jesus thing is actually pretty cool. And the whole time they're gonna be hearing that there is a worship service that they can attend on a regular basis. And their friends go at this certain hour and they should come and, and sit beside their friends and come to church together. And they're also gonna hear that, hey, there's small groups that meet on Sunday morning uh, every week as well. And if you really wanna grow more in your faith, you wanna learn more about this whole uh, Jesus thing and, and all that stuff, get involved in a small group. All of a sudden you start seeing this pattern pathway created. Um, and so that's what we're really trying to focus on is creating a pathway where a student maybe will come on Sunday evenings uh, for maybe a few months and then eventually get involved in regular worship service with the rest of the church and then eventually get connected with a small group. And all of a sudden we're able to track their pathway as they grow and take steps of growth. There are always going to be another next step for them. And that's really the, the goal uh, of all this is creating a next step for them. And so um, that's that's kind of the the idea behind it is moving our small groups to Sunday morning, um, creating a new outreach focused program that for right now is going to be once a month, uh, first Sunday of the month uh, for high school.
high school, third Sunday of the month for middle school, and then uh, really putting a big focus on our worship services with the rest of the church and and service in general and serving in our community, but also serving in the church. So all that to say, I'm really excited about all those things. Um, I'm also excited about some trying out some different things and experimenting in the margins, uh, as Fuller Youth Institute likes to talk about. Um, and so uh, we're going to be able to, um, like I said, put a lot more focus on the worship experience, and that's going to be involving um, you know us talking to the the worship team and the creative team, and say, hey, you know what? We got to consider that there's teenagers that are going to be in this in this worship service, and so how we're going to take them into account as we're putting things together, as we're picking out songs, and as we're putting the band together, and as we're talking through the messages and all that stuff, uh, how we're going to continue to con- consider that teenagers are going to be in in this room. Um, we're also going to be focusing a lot more on service moving forward. I really want students to connect uh, not only uh, with the with the church, but also outside the church. So we're going to be able to create some uh, other opportunities for us to do service projects in our community and, and experiment with some different mission trip stuff. Uh, there's some cool stuff that maybe at some other point at another podcast, I'll talk about um, some my, my vision for what we're going to do around mission trips and everything and nothing, nothing earth shattering or anything. I've actually kind of taken some ideas from some other youth pastors that I know. Um, and then I really wanted to put a lot more focus on other opportunities and experiences and, and environments that students can continue to grow in their faith. And so uh, we're going to be starting uh, or continuing to do, we actually started earlier this year, uh, Rooted for Students. And Rooted uh, is kind of connected to Mariner's Church. And if you're unfamiliar with uh, with that, I, I urge you to, to check them out. Um, it's a great opportunity that our, our adults in our church have been doing for a few years now, uh, but we're actually got a regular student version of Rooted going. And it's a, it's a great way. It's a 10-week series. It's a great way for them to continue growing in their faith uh, no matter where they are. We're also going to be continuing. We're piloting this summer uh, a group called New. It's actually from YM360. It's a four-week devotional for students who are newly baptized and newly made a decision to follow Jesus and kind of talks about the first initial steps of discipleship. And uh, we're excited. It went really well this summer as we piloted that group with, uh, with a few middle schoolers. And I'm excited about offering that on a regular basis as well, in addition to our outreach stuff and our small groups. Um, and I'm excited about other opportunities that we'll be able to offer students, maybe talking about baptism and, and getting them ready for all that. Um, I'm really excited about moving forward with a lot of our parent-focused ministries. Um, one of the things that we're finding out is that our parents really aren't feeling connected at all um, with other parents. And they um, it's not just students that are not feeling connected with other students, it's really a lot of our parents in the same boat. And so as, as a student ministry moving forward, uh, focusing on, on family, um, I really want to do uh, more around our, our parents. And so we're looking at a bunch of different opportunities, maybe starting a parent group or some uh, things we're calling parent labs uh, moving forward. Basically, the idea is we really want to equip, but also connect parents. And uh, so all those things I'm excited to explore and and try out some different stuff as we move forward uh, with some things that are solidified, you know, small groups. It's going to be a really big focus moving forward, a really, really big focus. Uh, That's our primary discipleship um, means is through our small groups. And we're going to be focused on this outreach uh, stuff on Sunday night. And I'm really excited about that. And we're going to be connecting them with the larger church 
church as a whole and everything, but now we get some room to experiment uh, with these other opportunities and service and parent stuff. Um, so we'll continue to adjust things over time. I know that this ministry will continue to evolve over time. That's just, just something that happens. I know our program structure will change over time. Uh, but one of the things that I, I, I feel like is happening is the student ministry is changing. Um, I think for a long time we had kind of focused on student ministry as this this uh, coming together for a worship experience that was that was uh, designed around teenagers. And a lot of really cool things happened during that those times, and a lot of teenagers met Jesus. Um, but that was that was like the main focus. And then we added small groups in there. But what I, I'm seeing is a lot of students really are shifting their focus, and they're more excited about the small group experience than any of the large group stuff. Um, large group group stuff is really cool at like camps and and things like that. But but outside of that, it's it's really about the small groups, and I think that's going to be a big focus, uh, a shift of our focus moving forward um, in all of student ministry is small groups. And I think I think it's cool because I think that's where a lot of life change really happens. I mean, you and I know, like um, we can, like I talked about earlier, we we put these messages together and all this stuff, and and then maybe they remember it, but what they really, really, really remember is the small group uh, experience. And so yeah, it's been it's been cool uh, to talk about. This I want to thank the uh, Download Youth Ministry community uh, because a lot of uh, you guys, maybe even those several of you that, that are listeners to this podcast, uh, we've been in regular conversations and we've been talking about program structure and everything. And I just want to thank that community because that's been a place that I've been continually going back to with ideas and bouncing them off people and saying, "Hey, what are you doing there? And and how do you uh, focus on this? And how do you shift this? And and what's worked in your church and what hasn't worked in your church?" And it's been a real really cool place for me to bounce off ideas. So if you're not connected with the Download Youth Ministry community, make sure you do so. Um, you can actually find them on Facebook. That's the best place. Just find that group and, and connect with them. Um, I also talked uh, with a lot of our, our staff, um, both our church staff, but also the student ministry staff. I have one other uh, staff person on the student ministry uh, team with me at the church, and we bounced ideas off of each other for the last several months. And, uh, and then I started talking to some other key people, my direct report at the church, which is overall family ministry. And, uh, and then I started talking to also some, some key parents and our small group leaders, our volunteers. And I talked to a couple key uh, students along the way as well, uh, mostly ones that have graduated and kind of bounced ideas off of them along the way and got their opinions because I really didn't want to do this in a vacuum. I really wanted to get ideas from a lot of other people. And these ideas are not my own. I know a lot of other churches are doing something very similar. Like I said, this is, I feel like a new, some new trends in student ministry that are kind of moving in this direction. And, uh, and here's the deal. I would love to hear about what your changes are. Maybe you're sensing some different changes in student ministry and maybe it's on in your own church. Maybe you're seeing uh, the big picture and you're also seeing some things that are changing. I would love to hear from you, especially about what kind of changes you're making in your own ministry. So I know a lot of times with the interviews on these podcasts, podcast, we we say, you know, get in contact with that person and, and ask them more questions about what they talked about. But here's here's what I want to know from you. I want to know what changes you're seeing and what changes you're making in your own ministry. So you can either contact me on social media. Uh, you can leave a comment on the podcast or, or the podcast page on my website. Um, you can uh, just 
contact the student ministry podcast on, on social media or contact me, uh, whatever you want to do, but just, just contact me and let me know what changes you're seeing and what changes you're making in your own ministry. I would love to hear about what's going on because I know that there's continued adjustments that we're going to be making moving forward. And, uh, and I'd love to see and, and hear about what other people are seeing and what other youth workers are, are seeing uh, for sure. So make sure you contact me. I'm at Steve Cullum on pretty much every social media that's out there. And like I said, you can also find the Student Ministry Podcast. It's Stu Men Pod on Twitter. And it's the Student Ministry Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And uh, I'd love to, to hear from you and, and all that. Um, I, one more uh, thank you to our podcast sponsor, WorkCamp NE. If you're unfamiliar with them, make sure you check out their website. Just go there right after this podcast is over. Just check out their website. Send them an email and say, hey, I heard about you guys on the Student Ministry Podcast. I'm interested. Here's my situation for my youth group. What can you guys do for me? And uh, and let them know that the Student Ministry Podcast sent you. That'd be awesome. And uh, yeah, I look forward to so much to, to hearing from you guys. Um, if you are new to the podcast, be sure to subscribe. Be sure to share. Be sure to leave us a positive review if, if you, you know deem us uh, worthy of that positive review on your podcast app of choice. And, and above all, um, just be in contact with, with me. I'd love to, to hear more about what God is doing in your ministry. And uh, moving forward, we will have more interviews. Don't worry. The podcast uh, format is not changing. You're not just going to be hearing from me all the time anymore. Um, you're going to be hearing from other ministries, um, other youth workers from around the world. And, and speaking of which, if you do uh, have someone in mind, they're like, hey, you, you'd be great to contact them and, and interview them for a future podcast episode. Be sure to put them in contact with me or me in contact with them and I would love to connect with them and uh, interview them for a future episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for uh, bearing with us with this uh, a couple episodes in a row that were kind of a little different format than usual. So, uh, we'll be back next month with another interview, another uh, chat with another great work, youth worker about ministry. But until then, may God bless your ministry.